Welcome to my own little soapbox, where Andrea Bean Gibson stands up for wives and mothers, daughters and sisters that don't have a platform to discuss what really matters. Join Andrea and her father-in-law, Dr. Brant Gibson, as they discuss things you've wondered about and even some you may never have thought of. Now, on My Own Little Soapbox. Hello, I'm Dr. Brian Gibson. Welcome back. I'm here with one of my favorite people, Andrea, and she's going to talk to you or introduce to you our topic for the day. Hello, everyone. It's uh, good to be back. Um, so today we're going to talk about a little bit of something that I actually struggle with quite a bit. Um, I have trouble keeping things in my home clean, which is not surprising if you know that I have ADHD and fibromyalgia. Both of those things work against me. <laughs> well, just just so you know, just be, just because people don't have fibromyalgia or don't have ADHD does not mean they keep their house clean. That's so true. This may be helpful for some of them as well, but mm -hmm. adding fibromyalgia and adding ADHD makes it even harder. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. So I'm going to talk today about some of the things that I have discovered that have helped me to kind of get around the ADHD, um, oh, what do they call it, the executive dysfunction, and also <laughs> to help manage the pain that comes with fibro and cleaning. Oh, great. I think I just woke up Danny. It's fine. He just barely fell asleep. So he'll go back to his bed. Um, and we shouldn't hear him. I just heard him because he's in the next room. Anyway, um, let's see here. And his, Ryan will be home soon anyway, so he'll probably get jostled then too. But anyway, let's let's plug on. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you were you were talking about the fact that this helps you overcome the executive dysfunction that comes with ADHD, and mm -hmm. helps you focus more on tasks or however you want to say it so yeah and getting started too one of the main things that um causes problems with me getting things clean in my house um with the adhd is getting started um my brain kind of goes i don't know where to begin right. um and so it just shuts off and does something else that i do know this how to begin and one of the things that has been theorized that I've read about is that our uh, ADHD brains don't memorize the steps to things. So like every time we start a task, we have to like think out every step again, as if we were doing that task for the first time. So that's not fun. <laughs> um, well, and, and the truth is it makes everything significantly more difficult because we have a limited amount of decision-making power that we can use each day. And if you're having to mm -hmm. make the, every decision, every step decision, every single day, you're using more of your cognitive load. You're increasing your cognitive load, I guess is the way to put it. So you're unable yep. to do as much. So. That's exactly right. Um, and one of the things actually is it makes us more tired. So when you think right. of ADHD, a lot of people think of like the hyperactive part of that, but actually ADHD tires me out quite a bit because of that heightened cognitive load that you were talking about. 
one of the things that um, is said to help with that is actually having extra glucose on hand. So if you have like a sugary drink or something and you're experiencing some ADHD brain fog, just giving your brain that extra bit of glucose because that's what your your brain works off of. It works off of pr primarily glucose, only glucose. Um, and so if it gets a quick shot that your body can just metabolize quickly, then it helps with that energy level. Anyway, that's not what we're supposed to be talking about, but I just thought that was <laughs> That's where that we're going. That's, that's why we're doing this. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so a lot of people, I want to give a little bit of a background to you. I haven't talked much about fibromyalgia on this podcast. So I just did, I wanted to give like a baseline of what it is. Basically it's muscle pain and it doesn't ever go away. And if you do more things, then it gets worse. Um, right. And that's what we call a flare. And sometimes it can create brain fog as well. Um, there's some other symptoms too, but the main, the main thing that causes issues when cleaning the house is the pain. Um, and different people so, have different activity levels too. Right. Within so fibromyalgia. If you use those two together, that means ADHD keeps you from starting, fiber keeps mm -hmm. you from continuing. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty much a perfect storm. Um, right. But it's all good. It's all good because there are ways to get around it. There's there's ways to do stuff. So let's talk about some of those ways. The first thing I wanted to talk about, I don't know if this actually works. I just read it on an article. Um, so there's something called toilet bombs. And mm. basically what it's supposed to do is you throw one in your toilet and it cleans it for you. And you can make them at home apparently and I don't think it's going to clean it if your toilet hasn't been cleaned in a couple of weeks, but I think like it's just to like kind of refresh and make your toilet last longer between cleanings. I don't know if these work. So I've, because I've never tried them. Um, but that is one of the things that one of the articles I read said. Can't say I've ever heard of what. So we'll have to see I if know. that ever works. <laughs> when, I, when I saw that in the article and then I went to Google it, I was like, am I going to get like, flagged by the FBI or something for looking up toilet bombs. Um, no, but that's, yeah, See, that's, that's just one of the things that that article said. So That almost sounds like the stories I used to hear about where you, where they'd say they dropped the cherry bombs in the toilets. That's a different problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, but okay. So I do, I have one, I have a joke before we actually get started and it has, it goes along the lines of the cherry bombs in the, in the toilet. Like you just said, um, <laughs> great. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this one before Brent, but act like you haven't, if you, even if you have, um, so what do you get when you throw a bomb into a French bathroom? I don't know. What do you get? Linoleum blown apart. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I gave I gave her this the door to to, to get tell that joke without even trying to. <laughs> and he didn't know what I I don't think you know. I had what no I was idea because I had no in idea. my notes no. I just put French bathroom joke. <laughs> so it was a perfect segue. <laughs> yep. Well, on that um, note, we better move let's, to let's let's move to how you get a bathroom clean. How about that? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Instead of blowing it apart. Yes. No. Well, 
that that's also a solution, but it's it's a short-term solution <laughs> and creates more problems in the long run. Um, yes. So let's yeah, let's talk about one of the things that I am kind of I'm, I'm trying to implement right now is for fibro, especially this one helps. Um, is you assign one mini task a day. So instead of saying, okay, today I'm going to clean the bathroom, you say, okay, today I'm gonna clear and wipe the sink and the countertop and the mirror. And that's what I'm gonna right. do today. That's step one. And, and that then gives you, that gives you a completion point that's more manageable. Yeah. Um, and maybe maybe you don't have enough energy to do all of those things. Maybe you just wanna wipe off the countertop then at least your countertop's clean, you know, you don't have to do all of it at once. Um, and then maybe the next day you go, okay, I'm gonna clean the toilet inside and out. And then the toilet will be clean. Right. And then, yeah, the next day do a tub in the shower. And then the day after that, you sweep them off the floor, take the trashes out and maybe dust. And then by day five, you're done and your bathroom's clean, right? And you probably need to wipe down the vanity one more time because it's been a few days, but. <laughs> other than that it's it's clean it doesn't have to all be done right now which is something that i struggle with with the adhd kicks in and goes no you have to do it all right now it has to be done now right um yeah and or so you, you just or you distract and you don't finish anything because you start one thing and then you move to the next thing and move the next, and you never finish them all, any of them all the way because of mm -hmm. also because the adhd right so. yeah luckily <laughs> when i do that and like start getting distracted by another task, I usually end up going back to the other task. Sometimes I forget, but usually I remember. Um, right. And that's a blessing for me. A lot of people with ADHD don't. And so you have a lot of unfinished little tasks around the house. Um, but along those lines with the whole like, I wanna talk, I wanna talk about laundry for a minute <laughs> because Laundry is a struggle for me because it's one of those things where it's like you have to think of the process the whole time. Um, and so I have in my notes, I put a repeat sign and then I put sort, wash, dry, fold, put away, and then another repeat sign because you're just going to be doing it constantly. I'm right now, I'm trying to do a load every day of laundry. So, which, so what she's talking about with the repeat sign is she's talking music. Mm -hmm. The repeat yeah, from music. musical so terms. Yeah, musical terms where you got the beginning and end. So you you start here with your repeat, then you go to the end and hit the repeat sign. You go back to the the start pre repeat sign area. So mm -hmm. I'm sure there's like also a coding thing that does that too. But this is I think in terms of music. So right. Um. <laughs> well, that's that's why I wanted to make sure I pointed that out because that's how you yes. that is how you think. <laughs> that's how I think. Yep. It's it's. And it's kind of a, a song or a dance if you want to think about it that way, because it really is, you've kind of got into it, kind of got to get into a rhythm with, with laundry because it, it just doesn't end. There's always, you, you've got to have clean clothes. And so the clothes that you're wearing are going to get dirty and so on and so and forth. And so and you're supposed to wear clothes. Yep. Yep. So yeah, right now I'm doing a load every day and then folding it and putting it away at the end of the night. And um then it's then it's at least done while i'm asleep <laughs> right and then i can start again the next day <laughs> at least that's what i'm trying to do 
So have you found any tricks? What are, what are tricks that you use for laundry? Are there some, any things that make it simpler, for example, for yeah, folding? Can, yeah. Um, so we can talk about. I'm jumping around in your notes, but yeah. I think that's would be yes. valuable here. You are jumping around in my notes. <laughs> Let me just jump <laughs> along with you. Um, let's see. Okay. Yeah. So um, for a lot of these chores, laundry, especially though, um, you can make it part of me time. I have that in quotes. So I, I particularly am much more productive if no one else is around. Um, I think part of that is because my ADD brain gets really distracted if other people are around. Even if they're not even interacting with me, I just feel like I should be interacting with them or that they should be interacting with me. And so I get distracted if other people are around and I'm trying to clean. Um, so I often do laundry after Danny goes to bed at night because it gives me a chance to do it myself, focus only on laundry. I don't get interrupted. There aren't other people around. Ryan usually is doing homework at this point. So he's just kind of in a corner by himself. Um, and I can kind of pretend he's not there. Right. He's busy um, so you can be busy too. Yep. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that helps with laundry in particular, a lot of a lot of chores this helps with, but laundry in particular, um, I pop on Downton Abbey right now. That's what I'm watching right now while I'm folding and it makes it a much less annoying task. Um, so for an ADD brain like mine, this will be different for a lot of different, you know, different people with ADD, this will be different, but um, my brain needs a lot of stimulation in order to feel normal, but then it can also have too much, but we're gonna talk about when I'm understimulated right now. So. Oftentimes, I even get bored while I'm watching TV, um, even if it's a show I like. <laughs> so I need, I've found that I need more simulation. Um, so folding laundry or other chores like that actually provide that extra little bit of stimulation while I'm folding or while I'm watching the TV. Um, that And so I feel normal <laughs> if I'm right. folding laundry and watching TV at the same time or doing other chores. Um, chores by themselves are also understimulating. They're not, they're, they're boring as heck. Um, and so having the TV on while I'm doing the chore actually helps me get the chore done. Um, and then it's a win-win because I get to catch up on my stories and I get to um, get the chore done. Then the chore gets done. A lot of people like podcasts um, or audiobooks as well. Um, I have to have the visual aspect. So I usually only do pod podcasts or audiobooks if I'm driving uh, by myself. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like those if there's other people to talk to because then I could just be talking to the people I'm with. Um, but yeah, for, for chores, I like the TV. But you know, do whatever works for you, whatever makes things simplest for you is what needs right. to be done. Well, that, yeah, that, and that was kind of the piece I wanted to make sure is that people that you found that one of the ways that this helps you is literally to combine something you enjoy to something else that needs to get done. And by doing mm -hmm. that, it makes it easier. Yep. So. Uh, when I was a teenager and it was my chore to clean the bathroom, it was my chore to do everything when I was a teenager because I was the only one the left. Only one left. But, <laughs> <laughs> but particularly, it was my chore to do the bathroom. Um, I would pop on some Broadway music and... I would jam out to 
my favorite Broadway play and it would help me get through the task of cleaning the bathroom because it's hard to watch something while you're cleaning the bathroom because you've kind of got to be looking at what you're doing but you gotta watch what you look what you're cleaning yeah yeah but in those moments I was not Andrea cleaning the bathroom I was um the witch from into the woods singing about her vegetables that were stolen and also cleaning the bathroom (laughs) you know so it was it was enough of that extra stimulation and kind of daydreaming and distraction that I was able to get the task done which is nice and helpful absolutely yep so where do you want to go from here should we go back up and talk about boxes yeah, well, let's talk about boxes. So um, we moved into our apartment that we're currently living in a year ago, year ago this month. Um, I've still got boxes in my bedroom that I have to unpack. There aren't as many, <laughs> but there are some boxes still that, that need to be sorted and have gone through. So if you're, if you're like me and you have boxes of things that you need to go through and sort, here's some help. Um, I've been trying to do one box a day. You just go through the box, pick out a thing. You decide if you're going to keep it or donate it or throw it away. You put those things in to piles or into other boxes or put them where they're going to go. If you're keeping them, put them where they're living. Um, And then on the final day, you donate all the items that you're going to donate. And then you can reward yourself with a shopping trip. That's my plan (laughs) is I'm going to get some new clothes (laughs) once I've gone through everything. Once you're able to Um, complete the task. Yep. Yes. I will let you guys know when I actually finish that task, but uh, yeah, got some some boxes still to go through. (laughs) Um, Well, and that's, and that's a good trick for anybody because what, what has a tendency to happen is you'll open the boxes you have to get to, Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times everything else will kind of sit. And yep. what you're going to find if you don't at some point open those boxes is you're going to have a stack of boxes when you move again of stuff that you will never use that you should have got rid of already. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I want to get rid of, or I want to go through those things as soon as possible because we're probably only going to stay here for like another year. And if it's taking me this long to, uh, to get those done, then <laughs> it's it's going to take another year before I get them unpacked again. Right. And Ryan just got home. That's why I was waving. And Ryan, he just went down. Don't get him up. Um, Danny's still crying in the background. Sorry, guys. Yeah, we, we can hear him a little tiny bit. Not much, but yeah. every once in a while we'll hear him. So He's well, let's safe, keep moving. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. Just making sure. People know. Okay, so let's talk about the kitchen. This is my least favorite thing ever, (laughs) which is funny because it's my favorite place to create. I love to cook, but I hate cleaning it. Um, So you need to to figure that out where you can actually pay someone to clean your kitchen so you can just cook and they can come in and clean after. Yeah, that's the dream, honestly. (laughs) Um, Right now, I just have a husband. (laughs) Ryan usually does the dishes. He's been really stressed out right now now so we're behind on dishes right now a little busy yeah yeah but ideally we would do the dishes every night every day 
Um, right. And then to do like a deep clean, you break it up into days like we did with the bathroom. So this, you know, this one helps with fibro to break it down into days. So you do the countertops on day one, you know, and tidy if, you know, there's stuff. And let's see here. Yeah, tidy if you have enough energy. Um, and then wipe them down. Right. And then day two, you do the stove top and you do all the burners and you do under the stove. And then day three, you do the sink and the microwave maybe. And then day four, you sweep and you mop and then your kitchen's clean. And maybe you need to wipe down the countertops one more time and you know, dishes need to be done. But that's kind of the so idea really, there. If you see what, the, what she's basically doing is saying at least once a week, she gets through everything. <laughs> if so. I if I stick to this, which I often do not. Correct. That, that's the goal. That's the goal is yeah. to say, okay, at least once a week it's clean. Yeah. All so in my living clean, room. So it stays cleaner. So. Yeah, it does. Living All room's right. harder, it's like. <laughs> so yeah, but let's talk about the living room because for me, my living room is little. And so I don't need to break that up into days for my pain level. I just need to have the steps in my brain. Right? Right like we talked about. And so if you're like me and you need the steps in your brain, here are the steps. Uh, for us, step one is tidy up the books and the toys because Danny has made a mess. Um, step two is tidy straight clothes and shoes because often Danny will get dressed out there. That's kind of his bedroom <laughs> as well because we have one bedroom and so he sleeps in the living room. So he gets right. ready for the day in the living room. Um, yeah, step three, dispose of any trash that's hanging around. Step four, fold some blankets. Step five, move the furniture so you can vacuum. Step five A is dust. And I make that a sort of sub step because I don't do it every time I clean the living room. That's more of like a, when I remember to do it kind of a thing. Yep. <laughs> um, and then step six is vacuum, which I spelled incorrectly because I always forget if it's a double C or a double U, and then I do both. Um, I think it's a double U. Anyway. Um, and then step seven is <laughs> put your furniture back. nobody knows you spell it incorrectly if you hadn't told them, so. Well, that's fine. I, I process things verbally. So that was my brain going, <laughs> hey, look what you did. <laughs> and if you didn't uh, hear, she said step seven was to put everything back. <laughs> yes. Back, so. <laughs> that's After right. Vacuum. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that's basically the thing on that. We'll be right back with my own little soapbox after this brief message. Have you ever wanted to get more done in less than half the time? What if you could finish your projects five times faster? Hello, my name is Dr. Brent Gibson, and I have often wished I had more hours in the day. As a physician with 11 children, my life is really busy. I am constantly looking for a way to squeeze more into each day. Can you imagine what it would be like if I had 25, 26, or even 27 hours? That is why I started a journey and have read hundreds of self-help and self-improvement books. I have paid thousands for business coaches and even life coaches while also spending hours taking courses and learning everything I could. I found many helpful options, but I have always had one nagging problem. I could still get distracted, discouraged, and even procrastinate something 
I wanted or needed to get done. After years of searching, I found a powerful solution that has given me the ability to accomplish five times more in that same 24-hour period. So everyone else has 24 hours, but by doing these simple tasks, these simple processes, I was able to grab additional hours in the day without getting those hours. And this is a revolutionary book. It is important to me that you get your day back, that you get more time. So I have purchased a copy of this book for you and all that you have to pay is shipping and handling. In this book, Unhackable by Kerry Oberbrunner, you are given the steps to close the gap between dreaming and doing in just 30 days. 30 daily missions to give you back control of your life and give you more time. It continues to work for me and I want to give it to you so that you can start reaching your goals, living your dream, and enjoying the extraordinary life you were born to live. So go ahead, visit www.beunhackable.com books and get your free book in the mail. That's www.beunhackable.com books. Isn't it time to become unhackable so you can accomplish more in a fraction of the time? www.beunhackable.com slash books. Get yours today. Welcome back to My Own Little Soapbox with Andrea Gibson. Um, but the bedroom, okay, so I know I'm just kind of going through steps right now, but the bedroom's kind of important, you guys. Um, so the first thing you, you do when you're doing your bedroom is make your bed, which for a long time, that was not an, a priority for me. Like I didn't care. I didn't think it needed to be done, but you know what? If your bed's made, your room all automatically looks like 50% cleaner and it's like 5% of the work. And so, there, are, there are actually now studies showing that if you make it a habit and I'm not saying this to, I don't know if you make your bed in the morning or not, Andrea, but if you make it a habit to make your bed first thing in the morning every day, that you start your day with a success and it, se and it seems to help your day go better. It's kind of the way that the study shows. So that's, yeah, that's what I've been trying to implement um, this week, actually. Because um, before that, I just didn't care. <laughs> I just would get up and go. So now I am trying to make my bed every day if I can. Um, right. Once upon a time, though, when we first moved in, our bed was covered in stuff. And hmm. we were sleeping on the couches and the floor. <laughs> um, so if that becomes a problem, and I know it does for other people as well, then you have to clear it off first. And the struggle for me with clearing off my bed was that this is where I've been putting stuff. So this stuff doesn't have a home. Right. Right. Because it's been living on my bed. <laughs> so I'd, I'd just see this massive pile of stuff and I'd be like, I don't know where to start. Um, and the way that you start is by picking one thing. You pick one thing. I know it seems like that's obvious, right? But that's not what my brain was doing. My brain was going big pile, big pile need go, big pile need go. How? How pile go? That's what my brain would do. <laughs> but what your brain needs to do is pick one thing, find a place for it to live, 
and then repeat that until you're done. You just keep picking And the one secret thing. is not to over the secret is not to overthink that. To literally just, just grab one thing and say, yeah. okay, I'm gonna make this was gonna find this a home. Yeah. Because a lot of times you'll say, Well, which one thing should I pick? And you're that you don't need to do that either. Just just go over there, grab something and say, Okay, this is going where it goes. The thing that's closest <laughs> to you right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe the thing that's the easiest thing to find a home for. Something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. So your bed's really now is. clear. Your bed's now yes. clear. Now what? Now you make it. <laughs> Just make your bed. Right. <laughs> and then step two, you just do that with the floor. Do that same thing. You pick one thing and you find a place for it. And then you repeat that. That's basically how tidying works. And I know that this shouldn't be like a massive revelation, but like it. <laughs> I'm in, I've been tidying my whole life and only now in my adult life do I realize that that's how tidying works. You pick one thing and then you put it in its place and then you do the next thing. I don't know why this is a revelation, but it is for me well, at least. Yeah, even if it's just a reminder, it's worth people at least hearing this, I'm sure. So Yeah. Yep. And then after that, you just, you know, empty your trashes, throw away any stray trash into a big trash bag. Then you throw that bag out and then you dust. And then step six is that you realize you needed to throw something else away. And then you swear. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's part of it. That's, that's on our list. <laughs> yeah, it's on my list. It says step seven curse. Um, and then. Step eight is I find a different trash can in the house in a room that I'm not cleaning and then throw it away there. So you don't have to carry <laughs> the bag back out, right? Exactly. And then step <laughs> nine is vacuum. <laughs> and then your room's clean. Um, yeah. So, so she, the, just, she just gave you permission yeah. to fail mm -hmm. at cleaning your room and say, oh, I missed something and, and not have it completely destroy your progress and have you stop. Say, well... I forgot that. And then you stop doing it. She says, no, just grab it. Do it anyway. If, if you need a curse to make sure that you can actually get through this, you do it. And then you get, then you move on. <laughs> yes. That's why I put that in there. And I could not put into words why I put that in there, but then Brant just did. And I appreciate that. <laughs> That's exactly why I put that in there. You have permission to mess up on any of these tasks and then swear about it if you need to, and then keep going. And then keep moving. Right. Yes. Yeah. In my case, I'll probably say something like fudge sickles, but. <laughs> That's her curse, just so you know. Yep. <laughs> so Oof. now this is all fine and dandy to put these steps mm -hmm. together, right? And say, this is how I'm going to do this. Um, what if you don't have the, you don't want to do it? What, how do you, where do you go from there? <laughs> so, yes, let's talk about, let's talk about this. Because some general things for just like doing stuff getting it done I've got a kind of I've got a, my brain's not processing this correctly <laughs> so if you just don't want to do it right like my brain often just does not want to do things you've got to make yourself do it somehow with an ADHD brain like mine I will ignore messes for as long as I don't find them annoying. Correct. 
So, and that, that has no timetable. It could be a week, it could be a month, it could be a day. But the more annoying I make it for myself, the more likely I am to actually get the cleaning done. So make it as inconvenient as possible for yourself to not clean. Because ADHD brains wanna do things the easy way. So if the easy way turns out to be that you have to clean something, then you're gonna clean it. But if the easy way is to ignore the thing, then you're gonna ignore it. So <laughs> one of the things I've done is to put toilet bowl cleaner in the toilet right before bed. And then in the morning, you have to scrub it out before you can go potty. Um, you could even take that farther if you wanted to, and you could put the toilet bowl, toilet brush in there, because then you can't sit down on it without doing something. <laughs> that's true, because potentially you could, <laughs> you could. Still you could go be half asleep and use it, and still go potty, and then flush it, and then you go, oh wait, I should have cleaned. But. Yep. Now <laughs> half the time, I'll just go ahead and scrub it out right there and then. Um, that's not always the best thing to do, though, because then you're kind of in the mode of I have to get this all done right now. But really, you don't, you can just leave it until the morning. Um, yeah. The other thing that I do is you can spray the sink down once you're done with the dishes. And then once you need the sink again, you've got to wipe it down first because there's spray in there um, to sanitize it, you know. <laughs> now, Ryan does the dishes, so I often don't get to that, but that's just one of the things that you can do to make make it annoying not to clean. Um, something that I've been doing this week is putting loose grocery bags. So we keep our trash can in a little closet in our kitchen. Um, and I've been putting the grocery bags that we've been meaning to store elsewhere on the door handle on the inside of the door. So it makes it hard to close the the door and open it when we go to use the trash can. So that's annoying. And once that gets annoying enough, you go and put the bags in the storage containers like you've been meaning to, you know. Right, we've, you move them because they're bugging you enough, yep. Yeah, we've been, I've been trying to keep them in like old wipes containers and then we can use them for like little trash can liners or to wrap Denny's particularly stinky poos in. Right. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, annoying myself into cleaning, honestly, is super helpful. <laughs> um, but it's got to be something that's annoying enough that you'll actually do it. Uh, and not just something that you can kind of put to the side and ignore for longer. So actually, um, I'm not sure if the trash can, trash or if the grocery bag thing actually worked <laughs> because one of the things that I did was I moved them. I didn't, I didn't end up putting them in the storage containers. I just moved them to a chair. You just changed their location. Uh -huh. back, so it backfired a little bit on you. Yeah. So that wasn't annoying enough. So I've got to think of something else that's going to make that more annoying. So my point in saying that is that's something that didn't work for me, but it might work, might work for someone else. Um, and I'm going to keep going and try to find something else that will work. That's the main thing is just to keep going. Right. And to keep making minor adjustments till you find what the little tricks that work for you. Yep. Yep. 
The other piece I think is simplifying, right? Oh, for sure. Now this helps for, with fibro and ADHD, but especially the fibro, because if you take away steps in doing things, then you're not using as much energy. Um, and honestly, same thing with the ADHD. If you take away steps in doing things, you're not using as much mental energy. So here's a secret, Grant. Ready? Yep. You don't actually need your top sheet on the bed. <laughs> no one actually needs that top sheet. You just need the bottom sheet and a comforter. So if if it like if it's a bother to put it on when you're making your bed, you don't have to. We don't actually use ours. If I end up putting it on the bed, it gets kicked to the end of the bed because we don't we don't we don't use it. Um, so making your bed can be as simple as fixing the pillows and then straightening the comforter. Now with us. I like to have my own blankie because I got some space issues. So we've been folding our blankets and putting them under the pillows and then fixing the comforter. Um, and that is just easier. It's just easier steps. You don't need the you don't need to straighten an extra sheet. You just need pillows and comforter <laughs> and extra blanket if you're like me. Right. And if your big duvet cover is too much to deal with, if it's like all scruffed down to one side and you can't get it flat or whatever and then just nix that and go with a nice nice looking quilt they fold up really easily and they're easy to just kind of stick on the end of the bed like I do with my top sheet <laughs> um and then at the beginning of the day you just unfold it and it's on your bed and your bed looks nice and then I put on some nice looking pillows on top of that too so then it looks nice right it's so yeah the fewer fewer steps to things the better uh the other part of that i'd like to mention is to keep th this works for fibro and adhd there's it's so nice um it's to keep things near where you use them so for me i brush my hair in the morning or no i brush my hair often either in the bathroom or just sitting on my bed. And if I'm gonna do it sitting on my, on my bed, then my hairbrush should be on my bedside table. If I'm gonna read a book before I go to sleep, then that book is, is gonna live on my nightstand until I'm done with the book because it's in its proper place if it's out of the way and you can get it when you need it. Right. And so just, yeah, don't make, things harder for yourself for a long time we had laundry baskets just hanging out where we would take off our clothes so they, we had one in the bedroom we had one by the front door for things like my chef uniform that I did not feel like being in for another second um, and then we had one behind the couch because that's where Ryan was taking off his socks and then Danny started getting into them and so we stopped doing that but it was really helpful at the time because then instead of the clothes just being kind of everywhere they were in their baskets and they had a place they they weren't necessarily like put away but they had a place and so it looked a little bit tidier than if they had just been laying around so just right. find things you, like that yeah hmm? if you take things take that a little bit further one of the things that i've done probably most of my life is i have i have a place for things if i take my keys out of my pocket they go somewhere Mm -hmm. I don't just set them wherever, which means I don't lose my keys. 
My keys mm -hmm. are never lost because I know exactly where they're going to be. They're either in my pocket or they're in their place. Mm -hmm. If I loan my keys to somebody else, I take them back and put them back in my pocket when they're done with them so that they don't get lost. And so it's it's the same same idea where you're saying, okay, if I put things in a certain place, I don't have to use my cognitive load again mm -hmm. to figure out where they are or to think about where I had them last or all that kind of stuff. And so it yep. simplifies your life significantly. Mm -hmm. And I'll add to that, it helps if that place that you have that you put there is where you're gonna be using it. So like with the keys right. for us, I have hooks by the front door. That's probably not the best idea for the security aspect of the house, but I always know where my keys are. So, right. because when we get home, that's where they go. Yeah, and that's it, the same kind of idea. Yeah. And in my, in my case, that's not, mine is literally on my bathroom counter. I'll take, cause I, I take them out before I go to bed. That's it. That's the only time they're mm -hmm. not in my pocket. Mm -hmm. And so otherwise, they're with me. So if I walk outside, I already have my keys to my car and stuff like that. I don't have to go looking for them. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, so yeah, that's smart. Just, yeah. Keep things in a place. Always have a place for your things and keep and, them where you're going to use them. <laughs> and my family used to laugh at me because when Camilla was a baby, she's the oldest. Mm -hmm. I would do the same thing. I'd be visiting my parents or Shirley's parents. And we would literally be, the baby would be walking around carrying carrying her stuff places. When she put it down, I go put it back in the diaper bag just because that's how I think. Mm -hmm. Now that's for a lot of people, that's too much for you, Andrea, that would probably stress you out because you'd have to follow him. You'd have to follow him around all the time. But for me, it was, it was perfect. It actually worked with my, the way my mind works. So. Yeah. Main thing with, with these tips for cleaning with fibro and ADHD, both and for just normal adult life is you got to find what works for you and forget anything you've been told you should do <laughs> unless it's like, you know, sanitize things, which you should do that. Just do, um, just figure out what works. So I was always told growing up that you should have a top sheet on. Everyone has been, I don't understand why, what, what, what why, why do we have a top sheet? No one knows. <laughs> Um, but then when I realized I didn't need it and stopped using it just because it was there, then my life got easier. Right. And things, my, my bed looks just as made if I don't have a top sheet. It's not something I use. I really wish you could just buy one fitted sheet without the top sheet and maybe some pillowcases with it too, but you can't. They, you, if you buy sheets, you're getting sheets plural. They're not. They're not going to give you just the the fitted sheet for your bed. I know this because we just bought some sheets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the the other part about this is these tips are what Andrea uses for her. Mm -hmm. You may have tips that your mom uses, or you may you may walk into people's house and say, "How do they keep their house so clean?" The other piece of this is compare you to you. Mm -hmm. What can you do? How can you help your house function and do your stuff in the way that works for you? And that's good enough. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be like your mom did it. It doesn't have to be like your mother-in-law does it. It doesn't have to be even like sisters or whatever do it. Or even the ideal you does it. Because most of us are not the ideal. And so we doing what you can do is enough. And sometimes that may be almost nothing because it depends on the situation in your life at that time. 
Exactly. Exactly. Um, one more thing I want to add. No one keeps their house clean all the time. If they know that you're coming over and you see someone's house clean, they probably cleaned it right before you came. That's, oh, that's another thing. I, I pressure myself into cleaning my house by having people come over because then I know right. I'll get it clean. <laughs> then you got the pressure that we always joke that we just, we need to plan something to happen at our house because then every, everybody steps in and cleans when that happens. Mm -hmm. So they know it's going to happen. So. Yep. There you go. Bonus tips. Perfect. So anything you want to add? Um, have a good day. And even if you're not keeping your house clean, you are worth a while. <laughs> yes. And comparison is not important. It doesn't matter if you fit the perfect mold that you see, mm -hmm. because every single one of us is extraordinary in our own way. And there's nobody just like you. Amen. So thanks for being here. Thanks for participating. Um, we actually used about 42 minutes talking about yep. these little tips. And so we're not going to add anything to this because it just it may make it a little bit too long. But we're excited to have you here. We're excited to be back. And we will talk to you again next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to My Own Little Soapbox with Andrea Bean Gibson and Dr. Brandt Gibson. We'll be back next week with another discussion from Andrea's Soapbox. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know and share it with your friends, too. And if there's a subject you would like considered, please leave a comment so Andrea can discuss it in a future episode. My Own Little Soapbox. My own little soapbox. soapbox.